0: everyone, and welcome to 121 in Flux. I am Peter and I'm joined by Matt. Hey, what's up? And Connor's here too.
1: I, I feel like you're usually more enthusiastic on these ones, at least.
0: <laughs> yeah, but Matt's here, so it feels more like a comics episode, so I, I sort of default back into unacceptable treat Carl at the, the shitty third wheel uh, this is a movie uh, discussion podcast show thingamajig and this is a special episode because this is uh, also kind of a comics from the multiverse episode as well this is us going to be talking about the new DC comics film it is birds of prey or do oh, let me get the full title up because I don't remember the whole thing birds but, of prey and the, f- and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn is the full title. Although I love that IMDB yeah. didn't even put that in the title. They put that in this the subheading. The, the, the main is just Birds of Prey. Yeah, IMDB's not messing around with it. No, we're not doing this. Uh, so... Yes, so we'll start spoiler free as we all, always do, uh, and we'll give you a warning before we've got any spoilers. We're going to talk about the, the film, of course. Uh, we, uh, we mentioned the comics podcast, you know, all three of us do a DC comics podcast every week called Comics from the Multiverse. Uh, this review will also be on that feed, um, and that's just relevant because we are all DC comics fans. We all know these characters, you know, fairly well to varying degrees, mm-hmm. and uh, we've reviewed most of the previous DC films. Somehow we all skipped Joker, though, uh, at the time. I mean, Matt saw it in theatre, but like, there was no discussion of it uh,
2: because why <laughs> we weren't gonna add anything to the conversation uh, we don't just come off as i don't say bitter but none of us particularly liked it that much no nah. um, yeah no
0: nah. it's, it's it's all right it was lukewarm at best all around uh so coming out of this movie though there was a variety of opinions coming in there was i mean there was a kind of a weird journey to it where you know we heard there was a birds of prey movie coming And then it was like, okay, Margot Robbie's going to be in it as Harley Quinn, and then we got the title reveal, and it was like, oh, okay, what's this? Uh, Then the trailer came out, and so on and so on, Um, and it more and more looked more of a uh, more of a Harley Quinn movie than it did a Birds of Prey movie, Um, and notably missing is Barbara Gordon, who is one of the founding members of Birds of Prey in the comic books. Uh, in fact, there's only two founding members. It's, it's, it's Barbara Gordon and Dinah Lance, you know, Black Canary. Those are the two mm-hmm. original characters. Uh, Huntress is kind of be- became the third main character along the way. Uh, and this this movie doesn't have uh, Barbara in it, but it does have it does have the other characters. It also has Rene Montoya, uh, who's typically, a I guess, a back character, uh, you know, by extension. She,
1: she feels in the wheelhouse of, of these mm-hmm. characters, to be fair.
0: Yeah, she's not like a million million. I mean, to be fair, they're all kind of bat-related for the most part. But I mean, Black Canary being the one who kind of comes from elsewhere, but, you know, Huntress is kind of around the bat family, but not in it.
2: Um, I mean, she takes her her first appearance. She was Helena Wayne, not Pertinelli. Bertinelli was added later. Yes. So, yeah
0: yeah that's true that's true but I mean the version yeah. we were dealing with uh, was the, the, the post-crisis yeah, version she more so. just
1: kept that association though because of yeah. her, her origin and you know, even yeah. though she wasn't actually related to any of the Bat family anymore it was just well I mean she's just associated with, with them now
0: she feels more like a cousin whereas the Bat girls and the Robins all feel like brothers and sisters if you will she feels like a cousin of the Bat sure. family yeah
2: I mean she does murder people there, so
0: yeah yeah so that, that separates her a little bit uh So, so going into this, I I, I had a lot of worries. I had a lot of worries, mainly because I didn't like the trailers. Uh, I didn't like the sense of humor it was going for, which was, I mean, to be fair, it was very Harley Quinn from Harley Quinn's, you know, most Uh of her comics.
1: Yeah, specifically the, like, uh, the the Palmiata and Connor stuff, which I think started in the New 52 sometime.
0: Yeah, it was like halfway through or something like that, right? Yeah. 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 So that had been good for many years, and they had a really long run, and this movie, from the trailers, at least looked like it was going to have that kind of tone. And as someone who hated that comic book and didn't want to read anymore after one issue, uh, that was concerning. Especially since I wanted a Birds of Prey movie, and this did not look like a Birds of Prey story. And then you add in the other uh, element that I was really worried about, which was Cassandra Kane, who didn't seem to resemble the character of Cassandra Cain in the comics at all. Uh, and having seen the movie, I mean, before I even get to my opinion of the movie, I'll just say that factually, not only is she heavily changed from Cassandra Cain, she's basically the polar opposite of what Cassandra Cain is uh, in every single way. She, um, she
2: only shares a name, and that's yeah. that's a shame, because she could have been Molly Malone know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and she really, could have been anyone, have any name, yeah. Yeah, she, right.
0: was, she could have been Jane Smith, and that right. like that worked. Uh, because because I'll, I'll get into the, in the review why she's so different, but uh, so that, that was the other big thing. So, whereas you were more positive, I mean, Connor was the most positive out of the three of us going into it. Uh, yeah.
1: contextually, here, I do happen to really like that Harley Quinn run, so I was like, oh, you know, let's let's do that, I'm down for that. Um, I knew, again, context uh, No Barbara Gordon was not their choice She was tied up for other projects I think it was at the time the the Joss Whedon Batgirl thing that was in production That meant that she couldn't be used for this Mm. Uh, Stuff like that And So I'm just like, alright, okay, I'm not going to hold that against them It's not their choice
0: I want to hold it against the filmmakers, I'll hold it against DC Uh, I'm holding it against someone Someone made that call, so I'm holding it against them (laughs) Like, making a Birds of Prey movie without Barbara Gordon is an absolute acidine decision, and I don't care who it's, made it's it. It's a
1: weird thing, but this came about because of Margot Robbie. You know, they were like, hey, we'll give you a, a solo Harley Quinn yeah. movie, and she went, let's get more people involved, let's get more ladies on screen. That was the entire reason that it existed. So, kind of looking at it from that angle, yeah, sure, I'd rather have, you know, Huntress and uh, and Black Canary as a, a pseudo Birds of Prey than yeah. and, and not have Barbara Gordon, than just not have them.
0: I disagree. They- I, I, I don't want versions of these characters. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I don't want versions of these characters, uh, like, in this weird, like, ha- like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, like, <sighs> compromised versions, right? You know, I don't want a compromised... Tale of it. I'd rather not have them than have and it's the, and I, I get the sentiment like I'm, I'm okay with the idea of I want more characters involved I want more more women involved I get I get that and I'm, I'm okay with that on board I don't really want any of that in a Harley Quinn movie though uh, and I don't think there's anything I want in a Harley Quinn movie to be honest like that, that's kind of my, my my problem from the get-go is that this being a Harley Quinn movie first was always going to put it in kind of a negative place for me before I even saw it um, mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: no, nothing. I just, <clears throat> I don't know. I guess just being a Superman fan and not having a fun movie for Superman in my lifetime, if, if they're going to take chances, do something like this. Get as many people as you can involved. And if the characters are there, that's fine. Like, I don't, I'm not going to hold the No Barbara Gordon to it because the movie still works out fine. You know what I mean? It, it's not like, oh, she feels like she's missing. So I don't know.
1: I think what it comes down to is, um, I, uh, Cassandra aside, we'll we'll come back to Cassandra because, mm-hmm. like, we all, we all agree this is just it's not Cassandra. There's no, it's know, no arguing. Right. The name. It's, no, it's,
0: not. it's factual. Like she it just isn't yeah. her.
1: So take take that out of the equation. All the other characters are not compromised versions of those characters. This this you know that that's Black Canary, sure. That's Huntress. They they feel like those characters. Um, a hundred percent. So, is it a comp- technically a compromised Birds of Prey without Barbara Gordon? Sure.
2: Yeah, but like
1: this every- could have just been
2: the Harley Quinn movie and it's- not been called Birds of Prey, and I think it would have been fine. But I think that Margot Robbie wanted that, you know, because she strikes me as I've seen more interviews with her. She has read the comics and stuff. Like she's familiar yeah. with these characters. So the fact that she wanted Huntress and Black Canary in this version of Gotham, I think that's that's a smart move on her part. Right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know why you would rather not have them. I mean, yeah. these characters are as accurate as they would get on screen, really, um, they're, they're as an accurate as an adaptation can really be.
0: Oh yeah, but the screen time is limited because the, the lion's well, share okay. of the film is Harley Quinn's movie.
1: Yeah, okay, that, that's a, so this is... That is compromise! Quinn, it, no, th- this is a Harley Quinn movie that also happens to be a backdoor Teachers. pilot for Birds of Prey. Yeah,
0: Which is never going to go anywhere because the movie's not doing that well.
1: Yeah, which is a shame, but what that right. doesn't mean they shouldn't try.
0: Right. I'm just... It's a frustrating... Because I'm seeing so many decisions with this movie that remind me of just weird decisions that are that have been made in the past that I don't understand. And obviously Cassandra Cain's at the forefront of that because, like, why name her that? When you, you, you know, they're just... like All, all you're doing is potentially pissing oh. off people who care about the character and everyone oh, who doesn't know who things, she is. Uh, don't, is don't give a shit that she's different and won't know the name anyway so there's no appeal to those people for calling her that. So it's just a weird thing. It's the, same, it's the same argument when it comes to, like, talking about, like... Uh, why remake an old movie that the younger generation won't even get the, the, the prestige or the, the you, know, you know, oh, why do we care about Robocop? We've never, you know, we grew up after Robocop. We don't know what that is. And anyone who does know what Robocop is is like, what you know, you remake my movie. What, this looks terrible. Why, why would you touch my thing? It's just kind of that, that idea. Well,
2: because I already know one of my friends I went to see wanted to read a Birds of Prey comic after this. And I go, you know, Harley's not in there. She goes, oh, yeah, I don't care about Harley. I like Black Canary. So, that, so that's why. Like, it, it's, if I hand her a Black Canary comic, it's solely based off of her seeing this movie.
1: Yeah, this, this movie, uh, again, I think this is the whole thing of what Margot Robbie wanted, is yep. this has introduced people to Huntress, to Black Canary. And, you know, it's expanded that audience for those characters. Um, and, you know, like we said, those are, uh, at least in my opinion, faithful representations of those characters, I don't know, if maybe disagrees.
2: Yeah, all things being equal, I'd rather have something like this. And like, sure, I'm missing Babs. I love Babs, right? She's, it's Batgirl. She's, she's a key member of the Bat family. But I'll take what we got here versus something like Green Lantern, which to me completely missed the mark, you know, with that property. Um, um... You know, like here I felt that the screenwriter understood what made each of these characters tick and sure, this isn't a Harley that I particularly want to go and read, but she worked here, right? Like as soon as I saw the roller derby scene, I go, Oh, is, this is the Connor Palmiati. Yeah. Like,
0: as far that's as the, just the vibe. As far as the characters and like I mean, for the most part their personalities are fine. Like, you know, like you know, Black Canary for the most part feels like Black Canary in attitude. Um uh, you know, I, I think Huntress Yeah, she's got the anger issues, all that stuff is there. Um, Montoya felt a little bit weird to me. She felt a little bit more of a pushover than I'm used to Montoya being, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that was kind of her arc over the movie, though, to be fair.
0: I I never
2: felt like this is a Montoya that becomes the question
0: yeah this is just, yeah. this is yeah.
2: the down and out version
0: and i think part you of know? that is the decision to cast someone who's at this age because oh, this, this woman's in her 50s this is a completely different yeah, type Lizzie of Perez. character to you know because yes. in the comics she's usually what like that late 20s early 30s you know hard-edged yeah, young cop this
1: is a a montoya who never became the question who got yeah. stuck you know right. in in the in middle management shafted
0: yeah right. Um, that said she's obviously a lot more recognisable than Cassandra Karis because she's still you know yeah. uh, but uh, and then I will get into Black Mask and spoilers because I feel like a lot of the stuff I want to talk about with that is you know separate and behind the spoiler wall but um, no the characters are for the most part there but a lot of them feel relegated to like minor roles to me in this and I think ultimately when it comes down to you know did I like this movie or not because you two clearly did more than I did um, is that I don't like this type of Harley Quinn. And I never have. And uh, though, th- like, I think this is a better made movie than most of the DCEU stuff. You know, if, this, is, this is kind of a semi-sequel to Suicide Squad. And obviously comparing it to that, this looks very favorable because it's edited con- <laughs> sure. con- you know, competently in it. There are yeah. very, very brief references to that movie. And just in... Yeah.
2: Context, so, but yeah. first about it's, it. it's
0: notable that even though there's one quick shot technically of that from that movie that has the Joker in it, they specifically chose to show it from behind his head so we didn't see his face.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they didn't want to like make you think about it too much, so just like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, You're sure this is after that if you saw that, but ultimately, right. you don't need to have seen that at all. This, this is... gives you everything that you need,
2: right? This is what Suicide Squad could have been because the music as well, like you could tell that air really wanted to have music be a key part actually, of
0: Suicide Squad. Can, can, um, I, I make a complaint here, actually. I hated right. the, the soundtrack in this. Um,
2: That's fine. That's not my sp- point,
0: well, though. No, but no, sp- specifically, not the songs that were chosen. I hated how frequent it was. I felt like every two yeah, minutes so another track started playing. And yeah. for me, that was actually the exact... I mean, it doesn't share a lot of problems with Suicide Squad, but if there's one thing I'm going to say it shares with Suicide Squad, it's that how much it relies on songs being inserted. And a lot of them felt kind of like out of place to me. Uh... That was very consistent throughout the film.
1: I, I don't mind using right. a soundtrack as a score, which is definitely no. what this does for the most part, because um, yeah. I didn't feel they were out of place. Uh, mm. I, th- no. I felt they always fit and worked. So uh, And and I never felt like, oh, I'm really noticing this song. It's taking me out of the moment. It was just kind of there, uh, giving it the, the, the mood of the, of the, the
2: scene. Right. So that, that um, worked for me. The, the Halsey song in particular, I didn't know that was Halsey. So I'm like, what, what's, what's this song? I need to, need to track this down as soon as the movie's over. So, I don't know which one. Um, I'll have to go to. Oh. So it's the the fight scene in the in the prison with the oh, okay, water,
1: sure.
2: yeah. Um, but no, but my point was is that Suicide Squad it just felt way overdone, and I understand where Pete's coming from with it here, but I felt like at least these songs felt in tone. It wasn't just like the director wanted them here, like I felt in Suicide Squad, where Air was just like, "Oh, I want this song here." because it's it's this these are just like okay these are songs from the soundtrack they're going to be the score and i, I, I felt the, it
1: the key terms is suicide squad felt like hey guardians of the galaxy just did that let's do that and right. this actually feels like they had a reason for doing it like oh you know this mm-hmm. is a, a creative choice in the same way that it was in in guardians of the galaxy rather than right. just suicide Squad to jump on the
0: hype yeah but right. if, if compared to guardians of the galaxy then with the soundtrack i think guardians succeeds way better with that soundtrack because they still didn't feel like they were every two minutes. It felt more spread out. It felt like hey. each one felt more important. With this one, sometimes a song would end and then the next one would start within a minute. And it, it felt like, you know, I mean, again, you could argue the song choice is better than, than Suicide Squad, but I, I ended up with a similar feeling of, oh, the director left her uh, playlist uh, on, on random. And <laughs> like stuff's just playing throughout the whole movie. Uh, and it leads to a pacing that I don't really like in this movie where. I don't necessarily mind the thing where, because it, it plays with narrative, stru- narrative structure, where it's jumping back and forth a lot, mm-hmm. especially in the first half. The first half has a lot of bouncing around. It's uh, yeah. Harley's kind of yeah. telling things out of order, and that's fine. I don't, I don't necessarily like it that much, but not, unlike Suicide Squad, it never felt like it was incompetent or anything. It felt like this was a very intentional choice, not one that necessarily right. worked for me, but at least I, you know I didn't feel like that someone you, was fumbling. You could always-
1: follow it you knew exactly what it was doing and when it was jumping around for what reason because there was always a reason and there was usually some voiceover explaining oh we're going back
0: for this reason yeah and it's 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 funny because like i I do think that this is a very competent movie and there's things i like about it there's 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 a couple of action scenes that i think are really well done but what's really weird to me is there's a couple of action scenes that i think are really bad uh so there's i've I've got the 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 back and forth there's a what the the one that matt mentioned with the song and the and the jail section of the movie that fight is i mean i'll critique that maybe Harley Quinn has better fighting skills in that scene than Captain America does in some ways, but other, yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, but that, that's a that's a completely separate debate. Let's just assume she's the best at everything, and that's fine because it's her movie. Um, it's shot really well. It's very sterilized. It, it, you know, um, yeah. I think the comparison to John Wick are a bit extreme, but like, it, I know get,
1: get where what they're
2: coming from, though.
0: Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's, go, it's as good. It's going but, for that. Um, it's going did, for
2: that. I did read that she said that Margot Robbie when on set as the producer said that she wanted the fight scenes, I feel like they came from a Jackie Chan movie. And so I'm like, oh, these are just going to be very slapsticky. Um, and then some of that's there. But no, the choreography, like the camera doesn't cut around, right? Like like they're prone to do in a lot of these newer action scenes. Um, that's why John Wick feels so fresh. is because they're more of these almost one take fight sequences, which like I just said we don't get those as much anymore so this made it stand out and I really that's probably my favourite action sequence in the movie
0: oh uh, is, yeah I think it's easily I think it's easily the best action scene in the movie they, but on, on the contrary side the, the fight in the third act uh, I won't say you know the context but it's just, let's just say it's like an amusement park I'll just say that uh, I really like that one. I think it's but I think it's CW levels of, of it's, just just it's meaningless
2: too, well it's to me it's too busy but
0: yeah it's too busy nothing really interesting it, happens in it intent. And it's cutting around too many characters and uh, I, I had a lot of thoughts going through my head during that fight scene because I was just, I, I wasn't into it, I was just like, I, I started thinking about how they were doing it rather than actually paying attention to it because, I mean, it just it, I just, it felt like any typical fight scene where, okay, it looks better visually than a CW scene because I'm not in a warehouse because <laughs> i've got a budget for something more but that almost made it worse in a weird way because it's you know it's in this sort of fun house with all these like weird random like big hands and shapes and like, all these you know cookie you know surroundings yeah. and it almost made the geography of it harder to really kind of you know get get invested in because i didn't really feel I, personally, where things I, were
1: I, like, like you say the, the geography was unusual um not in a, not in a sense that i felt lost but i was having to follow it and for me that worked in the same way that it was a confusing environment intentionally like it felt like you know if if you were running in there into this environment to fight it would be confusing
0: yeah but the problem is yeah. is that for most of the characters this is their one real big fight scene you know like harley has a few of them but for a lot yeah. of the characters this is their big moment this is the big moment where everyone's together and um i thought it was kind of weak sauce uh, I, I thought i thought the one in the jail cell was much better and
1: jail cell was was definitely better that was a highlight for sure um but i, I really like this one as well personally
0: no nah, yeah,
2: it was a little bit too busy for me but i feel that was the intent it's supposed to feel overwhelming um because i caught myself checking what was going on in the background mm. to see if it cut and, and it did like when i thought well what's going on there when it caught my eye it cut over to what they were doing in the background i, I think the other so- thing it
0: suffers from is just kind of like the, the comic book movie on one thing of like oh there has to be a bunch of like you know henchmen to fight you know for the big mm-hmm. fight at the end that mean nothing they're just there because we have to have a big scene where the team fights like it's kind of like I mean the one critique you can have of all those Avengers movies is that every the end of every single one somehow there's an army of things to fight so that everyone's right. got people to fight but
2: well, I mean that's also that's also kind of comic books too
0: oh it is I mean, absolutely is that's, that's a yeah.
2: trope within the, within the genre yeah. so uh, but uh, th- they weren't fighting towards a blue light so you should be happy
0: oh no no i'll <laughs> give them that there's no giant blue light in the sky it's not the world's at stake it's and very grounded in that context it yeah. is, but the funny thing is though is I, I almost has the problem in the opposite end where it feels too small in some ways not in terms of stakes but in terms of the core like uh, arc and emotional story when the, the, we get to the end of the, the story and i mean i thought to say the villain is defeated obviously we'll talk about how and so yeah. on and spoilers uh but when that happened, I went, "Oh, that was it. Okay, <laughs> I guess I guess it's done." Um, I felt like there needed to be more of an actual arc. I mean, again, it's Harley's the protagonist; she's the main character. There's no doubt that that's that's the case. Like, I felt like she needed more of an arc. We need more of like a, a thing at the end where it felt like she'd actually gone through a change. Um, and I didn't really feel that at the end. I felt I, like
1: I, I mean, we'll talk about more in spoilers, but I feel like there was a pretty solid arc for Harley in this movie.
0: I just I felt like there was a lot of build up. And then I, I felt very underwhelmed with the, the ending. And again, not because I wanted the action to be bigger, I just wanted it to mean more. I wanted it to have more weight behind it. Um, and maybe that was just a mistake looking for that in a movie with this tone, but uh, it left me, feel, it yeah, left me wanting.
1: You know, I say, oh, Harley goes through an arc for sure. The ending of the fight is not the conclusion of that arc. That's not the big mm-hmm. cathartic moment. The, it's it's actually a little bit before and a little bit after
0: that is that has the big well. moments. Oh yeah, no, I'm talking about the moment that comes after. I think that's underwhelming as well.
1: I, mean, I disagree on that. I, we'll I, that in spoilers.
0: Yeah, I think it's very underwhelming. Um, and it's it, Joe, Joe. the sad part is, is I hate coming into this with such a sort of negative bent. I mean, certainly more negative than you two are, because all I'm seeing on Twitter is people who love this movie and are praising it, and they want more. And I feel like I'm being such a you know grumpy old man, you know. but.
2: But you know what? After after what I got with what we've gotten from DC, you know, Aquaman was a mess, but it was to me a fun mess. And Shazam was straight up fun. So as long as they keep heading towards this direction, it makes me want to see them. Whereas before those other two, like Wonder Woman's fine, but the other ones, it made me not want to go see them. So if we can get, I'm fine if this is the direction with this group of characters. Now, I don't want them all to, to copy this. just like, mm. I don't want, you know, you know. Yeah, it's you, you want, Deadpool. You want right?
1: variety, right, in, in what the movies yeah. are. You don't want them all to be, like when we came off Nolan's trilogy and they were like, they all need to be dark and gritty. And it's like, right. no, no, no. Some of them can be dark and gritty. Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: some of them can be this. Which actually, I
0: think, neatly leads into the next point I think I want to make is that I think uh, the R rating for this was completely unnecessary, and I felt them adding F-bombs to every other sentence just to make it feel like it was more mature, and it really started to annoy me after, like, 10 um, minutes.
1: I think, think it's... In terms of the, the violence stuff...
0: I enjoyed the violence, uh, and there's a couple of good violent moments, which would probably get the R rating anyway, but... Uh, so this is the yeah. thing. There's like there's a lot of F-bombs in this movie, and so many of them felt forced. It was like in the middle of a lot of sentences, like the villains especially, were just spouting F-bombs, and it just felt like, oh, we want to be edgy and gritty, and we want to mm. have the, the, the mature... We're, we're, gonna, we're an R rating movie, so we're going to prove it, damn it. Yeah. And there's only one F-bomb in the whole movie that I really liked, and it was really funny. But the funny thing is, is that in a PG-13, you can have your one F-bomb, and it may have even been funnier yeah. if there hadn't been like 100 F-bombs before that line.
2: Yeah, it's uh, again, it's a lot like Deadpool, where Mm. I expect Deadpool at this point to to have language like this. Whereas Harley, I'm so used to her not because I read her in comics and whatnot. I don't read Deadpool, so you know,
0: yeah. Well, it's been been very clear that DC kind of want Harley to be their Deadpool for a while now.
1: Yeah, I think this is more restrained than a Deadpool movie in in the context of I think Chandler really breaks the fourth wall like once, maybe, Mm. Uh, other than the actual narration, but that's not. Not the same. That's, you know, narration. You see that in you know all sorts of movies. Uh so it's a bit different. Um I think, you know, the the, the swearing, yeah, it definitely goes overboard with that. I didn't really yeah. need much of it. Um I think like I said, I think the violence probably would have given it the R rating anyway. And once they're at that point, they just went, ah, screw it, might like, as well. Just
2: do
0: it. It, it just yeah. took me out of it. It was I started to just really feel it and notice it and it really Yeah. Started and and this is something where I, I think this is more of an objective complaint you know because a lot of my complaints were it's not birds of prey this isn't Cassandra Cain, um mm. I, I mean I think there's valid complaints there especially with Cassandra Kane of like it not being the thing that it's it's claiming to be I think that's valid yeah. I, you know to a point and then there's a point where I'm being more you know I guess vindictive because I'm just mad that it's not what I want it to be but I think. Uh, these other things that I'm bringing up now are things that I just think are just a problem in general. Um, like, if this wasn't a DC movie, if these weren't these characters, this swearing would still bother me, because it just feels so tacked on to try and feel like it's, it's you know, more mature yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever. Um, so... I think
1: just on the context of if this wasn't a DC movie, um, I, I, I would have still had a lot of fun. I think mean, that's that's worth noting. Like, I, I thought this was a blast uh, to watch.
0: Yeah. See, I, I, I think I don't think I would because I my, my main, even though I've got a lot of things that I'm annoyed about because I'm a DC fan and I'm annoyed that they're they've not, that you know, they're, they're using things for other reasons that I don't like, um, the core thing I don't like about it is just I don't like this version of Harley, I don't like her humour, and I don't think most of this movie's funny. Um, and it's worth mentioning, not that there was a lot of people there admittedly, <laughs> but there wasn't really a whole lot of laughter in my theatre when I saw this, uh, there, was, there was really only one or two moments towards the end that got a big laugh. Uh, It was a very kind of (laughs) somber experience throughout. Uh,
2: It's opposite of mine. My my theater, while it wasn't packed, there was quite a few people. They thought many sequences were funny. I mean, the whole sandwich gag, that got a big
1: laugh. Yeah, I I did in mine too. And every time it came back up. Uh Yeah.
0: Nah. Nah, there was was one particular moment in the third act that got a big laugh, but uh, uh, that was pretty much it. Um, I I, like. (sighs) I think that's a way it tastes. I think the problem is, is that it's more of a comedy than it is anything else, right? Is that's what it's kind of yes, trying to be? It's it's an action comedy, right? And I think with that kind of story, like comedy is so subjective, and mm. uh, you know, I, I I just I don't like this type of humor. I don't like this type of Harley Quinn. All all the Harley Quinn stories I like tend to be darker. It tends to be a bit more of a, 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 a psychological tragedy <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Uh, you're insisting on the grim and gritty yeah but, yep. here's, but here's yeah but actual grim and gritty not this this swear a bunch of times to make it yeah, feel no, more no, no. grim and that's gray. not
2: grim and gritty that's just edgy uh, uh, there's a difference
0: Um, yeah. and here's the thing Like, this is the thing like we talk about including all these extra characters because you want to give them the spotlight and have people go and check them out it is our raid so it's kind of almost going against that message where You're wanting to introduce people to these characters, but you're also kind of locking out the younger demographic. No,
1: they're not introducing it to the kids. They're absolutely not. Um, But there are, I'm sure, plenty of adults who see comic book films and go, oh, maybe I'll check out some comics. It's not just kids that. While, you know, I've obviously been a a a proponent of, you know, having comic movies for kids and, you know, getting them into it. And we would talk about that on the the main comic book show a lot. Um, But in this particular instance, I mean, Sure. Yeah, Matt said his friend likes likes Black Canary now, and they, yeah. you know that that was new to them, so that's a good thing,
2: right? Um, and and like my wife, who had watched, you know, she had suffered through the first couple seasons of Arrow with me. Um, so, she was excited to see, like, well, not excited—that's the wrong word. Uh, she was curious as to Canary about, like, because she she was familiar with Black Canary from Arrow, right? What's this version all about, and where, you know. Where's her little devices that do the sonic thing? And I told her just, just wait, just wait, <laughs> you know. And, and we get that moment at the end. And so,
0: um, Matt, so yeah. that was in the trailers.
2: Well, yeah. Was it?
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: I didn't exactly say what it was either. I didn't see that in the trailers
0: because I was actually, no. th- I was actually thinking halfway through that they weren't going to give her powers. No,
1: it was in the second trailer. Um,
0: uh-huh. and I actually, well, I'm, I'm going to critique that actually a little bit because, um. For a bit, I thought they weren't going to give her her powers, and that annoyed me, because even though there's been peers in the comics when she's not had her powers, it felt like, well, Arrow did this as well, but well, they didn't give her her powers at first. and It was kind of weird. And So, to be fair, yes, it's in the trailer, she does have her canary cry, she does scream out at one point. Um, It kind of bugged me that they saved it for this big moment, when I'm like, this could have made all the fight scenes before this far more interesting. <laughs> Like, right, just you, it, just I'm to like,
1: give it context here, it completely yeah. takes it out of her. She's not used to doing that. It's so no. she obviously couldn't have done it. All yeah, the time. I
0: guess. I just because I was thinking because I was talking about how boring she, that fight is at the end, and all I could yeah. think during that fight so is like, "Hey, what? You know, like Sky needs of shield when she uses her quake powers to like yeah, sort yeah, of help yeah, sure. in combat." I was like, "Oh man, like she could be doing all this extra fun shit," and all it was was a bunch of people punching and kicking. And I'm like, "Okay, like can we <laughs> can we do something else? Yeah, but,
1: but, I, and crossbowing. To be fair,
0: there's yeah, a lot of
2: crossbowing." Um, yeah, but to be fair too is the, the way that I saw it is she couldn't unleash it in that area, right? She it had to be in an open space.
0: Uh, so and also to be yeah. fair, it's still kind of a spoiler that comes towards the end, right? That could have been halfway through the movie for all anyone seen the trailers knew.
2: Whatever. It's fine. I don't think you're gonna to get too many complaints about that.
0: Okay. All right. I'd be annoyed if I was watching this. And I haven't seen the movie. Why
2: would you be watching this before you go see the movie?
0: It's a spoiler-free Wait, section. It's a
2: spoiler-free section. If anyone's
1: uh, angry at that, blame Matt. It was his fault.
0: Th- tons of people watch I've... our spoiler-free sections before they see the movies.
2: Alright, well... Cool, I don't... Why, I why, you, why, do you,
0: why do you think we have a spoiler-free section?
2: Because <laughs> the way that you have things segmented... Just... <laughs> just... <laughs> Never Pete, way... it's,
1: just like, it's just Pete's weird brain.
2: Exactly. I
0: just go on half the point of reviews is to try to see if it's worth going to see, and that's the point of the spoiler-free section. Say, hey, it's worth going to see. Recommend it or don't recommend it or yeah. or whatever. Uh, I mean, mentally, it's not a big. It's not a particularly big spoiler, but still, just
2: no. Still, so I was like, oh yeah, she does it, and then you know it takes that over, and she dies. Then yeah, I get mad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Like fine. Uh, Spoilers dude. for Gladiator. I remember accidentally spoiling that for somebody because that that was my go-to joke. So and so dies at the end, and then a friend pulled me aside and goes, "Dude, what'd you do?" at <laughs> the end. I was like, "Oh crap, I did."
0: So. Oh yeah. bloody hell! Anyway, I mean, yeah, I don't like the movie that much. I think, I think it's fine. Like I think it's an okay movie. I don't think it's like a, a bad movie. Like you know, like, Batman v Superman or Suicide Squad. I mean, I think, I think honestly, objectively looking at this in Aquaman, I think this is better than Aquaman from just an objective yeah. standpoint. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't really particularly want to watch this again. I don't want to watch Aquaman again. I, 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 I'm kind of frustrated that DC's movies, like, they've managed to achieve mediocrity in my eyes, and they're not yeah. really reaching for much more than that. Even though I did like Shazam more. I did. But like
2: yeah shazam's one i want to watch i just i need to catch up with the, the rest of the 2019 movies i yeah. need to cut off my list before i rewatch it but i definitely like once the price of the blu-ray comes out i'm gonna pick it up because I, I don't collect blu-rays as much anymore because after moving twice oh sure yeah all pain so yeah. but there are like i have all the marvel movies i have all the star wars Well, this is that's,
0: that's the thing you know, I am intentionally not seeing what a 4K Blu-ray looks like, because much like how 1080p Blu-ray is much better than streaming 1080p, if I see 4K Blu-ray, I'll want that. So I'm intentionally Um, never looking at it. I get
1: you. (laughs) Uh, I already did. It was a mistake.
0: Oh, because you know it's better than 4K streaming now. It's
1: so much better. Of course it is. And 4K streams already looks, you know, significantly better than, than 1080p streaming.
0: Yeah, I've heard that 4K streaming is kind of like a bit better than 1080p Blu ray. It's kind of where you sort of benchmark it.
1: Yeah, I think if it's if, if it's got HDR with it, then it's a significant step above sure. 1080p Blu ray. If it's not, then it's just a little bit better.
0: But it's not as, anywhere near as good as 4K Blu ray. Oh, no. No, yeah. that stuff's nice. It's just a way of thinking. So I'm intentionally not looking at it so that I'll never feel it. like I'm missing it, you know? No, I get it. But when, <laughs> what's the price on
2: like Shazam comes up down? I plan on picking that up. I'll probably pick this up. Once the price comes down, you know, because I don't buy movies first day like I used to. Um, it's expensive, I, huh? I did enjoy it.
0: Yeah, know? it costs a fortune, and 4K Blu-rays are pricey as well. For the for the record, yeah, they are, yeah. I, mean, I
2: just I just pick up whatever has the digital copies. I can throw it into to iTunes and yeah, yeah, yeah. watching it. it yeah. Well, fine.
0: Uh, yeah. I so you know what? I, like I don't want it to be a. T- I mean, I know I've sat here and kind of like shat on, it, and I'm going to continue to do that when we get to spoilers, but um. I don't want to like dampen anyone's enthusiasm, though, because like I feel like people are latching onto this movie in the same way they kind of latched onto Wonder Woman because there's a genuine excitement around having a an ensemble female superhero movie, and I think there's people latching onto like, the parts they do like. Because like it, ma- it means a lot to them, and they want it to be great, and you know it's good enough that it's kind of like fulfilling that role, and, and mm-hmm. any any of the the problems are kind of being glossed over. And I don't really want to point them out as to be a dick and kind of makes anyone not like it. Love it, no. go go and go and love it. I just for me like. It's Problems is a movie that I, I don't think quite clicks together. My taste and humour isn't quite there. And then on top of that, it has the things that, you know, like I would rather a, a proper Birds of Prey story. I would rather um, a Cassandra Kane that's actually Cassandra Kane. Because there's a moment. I thought this is just about to say. There's a moment um, in the big fight towards the end where they're all kind of protecting her, and like they're sort of like you know taking turns standing in front of her. And all I could think was, "No, she should be protecting you. She's a better fighter than anyone in this room. You mother effers. What the hell are you doing?" Like, yeah, I'd, I'd
2: explain Cassandra Kane to my wife and my yeah. friend, and they go, "Oh, that would have been cool to have." I go, "I know, right?" Yeah, but and yeah, like
1: well, don't get wrong, it this is not Cassandra Kane, but I was kind of over it after like five minutes. I was like. All right, no. sure, it's just not Cassandra
0: Kane, whatever. I oh, know it was bugging me the whole movie. And uh, not only that, like, Cassandra Kane is supposed to be silent, almost, like, because she didn't learn to speak before she learned to fight. Like, martial arts is her first language. That's kind of her thing. And she speaks in sort of short sentences. You know, she can do basic sort of statements, that kind of thing. Um, and that's kind of part of her charm. She has this kind of um, very endearing quality of, like, someone who's just learning all these other parts of humanity for the first time because she's been kind of held yeah. back by the way she was raised. Um and she never shuts up in this movie. She's just such a kid. <laughs> like, just, it, it
2: was, it was very much the kid from Deadpool 2. Yeah, I, yeah. I,
0: felt, I yeah. felt, the same.
2: Um, although I felt that kid's comedic timing is far, far more, you know, than than this girl. But it's a different role. Yeah,
0: you
1: know, yeah, it wasn't quite uh, the same. Uh, I get where no. you're coming from with that comparison.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you could tell me you get over it all you want, but I never did. I never get over it. Uh, I
1: just think, yeah, that, that it's just, it's hard to, to be that yeah. bitter about it. Like, would I have liked a proper Cassandra Cain? Sure. Yeah. When it became very clear that they weren't even, try, you know, they weren't trying they just use the name, I went, to, oh, okay, it's just not Cassandra Cain, but, whatever.
0: Yeah, but to me, this is just like having Galactus be a cloud in Fantastic Four too. Like... You know, it's just the same level of like, oh, let's just do this because and, screw and honestly, comics. if that
1: movie was good, I wouldn't care as much. <laughs> yeah. it's. But it's a bad well, movie. This again, movie just, is a very good movie, so I can get so, over these things.
0: Yeah, I disagree. It, I don't think it is a very good movie.
2: Oh, I, I, I think, I think
1: is. This, this is probably my favorite of the of the modern DC movies. I, I, this is the most oh, fun man. I've had that's, uh, that's in any a, of them.
2: That's not it. An easy, I mean, that's not a hard feat though, Connor. No,
1: no, I'm Some ba- pickings. It's basically like this Shazam and Wonder Woman. Um, right. I'll take uh, th- this is probably my favorite of those.
0: No, nah, nah, I have those three is the third place <laughs> uh, pretty easily for and me. I I like this
2: more than Wonder Woman just because Wonder Woman goes into you know tried and true to me. Like, by the end, it's kind of boring.
0: Like oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The third, yeah. the third act's not that great, but everything you know there's a lot of great yeah. stuff before that third act. Yeah, uh, that felt yeah, kind of special. I think special. there's a lot
1: of great stuff throughout this entire movie, though. Personally, like I, I, I was constantly yeah. having fun. I was laughing a lot. It was uh, I because I, again, like coming into this, I'm a fan of this Harley Quinn. I've read that entire run. I like this take on it. So I found this quite funny and charming in that regard. So I, you know, I was coming it in from it, that side of it.
2: And I think Margot Robbie is really good in that Harley. Like, can't like the the her whole explanation of her origin. Um, you know, I am only really familiar with her from from Harleen, right, from the Cedric book, and then from the animated series. So, it was that part of her origin there about the, the orphanage and stuff, Connor.
1: Uh, I'm not sure to be honest. I, I don't recall seeing it very much. But uh, I haven't read. I mean, I guess but,
0: ultimately this kind of comes down to like you know obviously we talked about how DC kind of want her to be their Deadpool. Um, yeah. This kind of feels like very similar to those Deadpool movies to me, where like it's fine, but I just don't connect with it or think it's that funny. So I, I'm just kind of lukewarm on it, like entirely. Uh, so it's to, yeah, to me they kind of fill a very similar space. You know, forget any of my other problems, it just feels like it fills that same I, same category. It might be
2: my my DC you know bias showing, but I enjoyed this more than either of the two Deadpool films.
1: Um, so. Honestly, my, my biggest disappointment outside of like Cassandra Kane is that they, they introduced the beaver and I got really excited because that is, a, that you know, that's, that's her beaver from, from that Harley Quinn series. And we didn't see it. Like it's an imaginary beaver thing that she is convinced is, it's just a stuffed beaver. She, she's convinced it's alive. It's talking to her and she responds to it a couple of times. But there was no point where we saw it talk to her, and be, and it got really weird, and I was disappointed.
2: Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. I just thought it was a stuffed beaver.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of <laughs> times where she, you know, she acts like, like it's a real thing, and you know, it's talking to her. Um, uh-huh. But in the comic, that's just her, that's that's just her a, a, her imaginary beaver
2: friend. I I will say that her her hyena, I thought I was gonna hate that based off the trailers, and it worked for me. Um Brucie so that
0: was named after that handsome rich man on tv yeah which
2: which i, I like that
0: mm-hmm. um yeah well but, I, but yeah
2: i want not get to spoilers because most of my thoughts come yeah to,
0: I, well i was i was just going to kick that into gear that. so Uh, I think we'll move out of the spoiler section now, so I'll just take this time to thank our patron producers for the month, so thank you to David Short, Alison M Fordyce, Cindy Palacios, and Tyler Hess, Uh, they're all patrons at the $20 tier above, that's why they are patron producers, Uh, but you can be a patron for as little as $1 per month and get bonuses, you get bonus episodes of Screams After Midnight and the Atomic Cinema Experiment or movie podcasts, uh, as well as uh, outtakes and stuff like that, $5 you get voting rights and uh, early access to certain stuff, Uh, so go and have a look and see if you want to support all the content we make and keep it all coming, Uh, but yeah uh, so yeah, full spoilers for Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of Harleen Quinzel or whatever this thing's called. Uh, so I'm basically going let you two go to town because I feel like I'm just going to be a grouch at this point. Well, and Connor has a weird way of saying everything to make me look like a bad guy, so I'm just going to opt out. I, I don't need to try.
1: You do yeah. that to yourself.
0: No, you do. You, you, you really do. You, you turn everything into me being against people discovering comic books or me being against, uh, you know, certain types of things. And that's not how it's supposed to come out at all. And I just can't be bothered fighting with it today. So uh, just go.
2: So so I want to, you know, we talked about Cassandra Kane um, sure. I was disappointed in Zaz because, like, I feel we like get half Zaz here.
0: It's
1: it's mostly Zaz, like he he's he's got the scars, he's sadistic and he's a killer
2: and yeah
0: yeah, but is 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 Zaz usually
2: mark himself? Yeah, is is Zaz?
0: Yeah, there's some there's some face peeling off towards the start. That's kind of gruesome, but like is that is Zaz ever been black mass little bitch before? Is that is that (laughs) is that? but I didn't
2: I didn't mind that for the movie though because again this is the cinematic version, him working for. One I'm of the pretty sure kind of I've read words.
1: stories with them working together, yeah. not so much being it, I wasn't.
0: I wasn't complaining, I was just uh, uh, yeah. asking, because I I, yeah. I don't recall. No,
1: it, it feels yeah. familiar, like I've seen them working together before.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like Zaz, in my head, though, is usually bald. Is that oh, just Lord a comic or... book thing? Yeah, yeah. He,
2: he usually is no. in the comics. Yeah. yeah. He's bald, but they opted, I'm sure the actor didn't want to shave his head. Um, it's not
1: a deal breaker though is it? It was so, it was as the key thing is that is the scars
2: right
0: sure but it took me a second to realize it was him because i was expecting a bald dude you know
2: right so, like, and so when we get to see the scars and they're not like the tally marks they are just full-on like him cutting cut himself scars scared. i was like okay cool but i after he killed somebody i wanted to see him mark cutting himself.
1: the new ones yeah
2: yeah like and because i even got his his reason for doing it about how he's saving people in his brain he's sending them up to heaven because yeah. this world's too wicked and i was like wow i can't believe they actually went there they just didn't make him a sadistic killer mm. uh, and and that actor chris messina i only know him from comedy roles right like he was on uh a mindy project uh and whatnot so to see him dust off the creep Originally,
0: i only know him from a, a sharp objects where he was like a detective and it's like a you no know, okay. not, not a comedy at all so very different it's closer <laughs> yeah. to this okay. really yeah
2: yeah okay um but yeah, so I was a little annoyed by that just because uh, you want to see... Like, I like Zaz as a Batman villain.
1: It's, it's disappointing, isn't it, that you're yeah, that? Yeah,
2: it didn't break that character because I felt like that character played the role that he needed to as, as Black Mask's henchman. Um, and on the opposite side of that, Pete might press back against this based off of what he said earlier, but I really loved you in his Black Mask.
1: Ah, uh, so in for it.
2: Um, his Roman, I, again... Roman Sionis isn't a character I'm not familiar with, but what I am familiar with, I felt that they, they got more or less here.
1: Smug rich guy with an obsession of with masks,
2: and, yeah, and he loves
1: showing that off. That and, kind of and he's, a,
2: and he's a sadist, right? Like yeah. he wants to sit and watch Zaz go to work, and, and whatnot. And I just he was definitely not understated, and I don't know if overstated is the right term either, but he is very. Over the top, almost campy, but it works. Like it's Mm -hmm. the fact, like so. The the story on him in this movie is that his family owns like a lot of the buildings in Gotham. Their names are on them, and so you see a lot of them. You know the Janus Initiative, the company that owns them. Yeah,
1: which is also it's not it's its own little joke because Janus is a you know a a, a, multi with two faces, yeah,
2: right, and whatnot, and so. But a lot of it's graffitied out the J, so it just says like you know anus initiative whatever it is classic right which then made me think about what type of rich people these are and they're not like the the bruce wayne let's have a bunch of you know charities and and help people these are the ones like yep just stop our name on it we're not going to take care of it they're almost slumlord rich
1: yeah and and then there's the idea that he kind of got ostracized from his family and and is just trying to prove himself he's got daddy issues yeah that that kind of worked for me
2: Yeah, yeah yeah so like of course, that's who this guy is going to be, right? He dresses in the gaudy suits. He wears sunglasses inside. He's, you know, he's a narcissist that just loves himself. He's,
1: he's always in his own strip club.
2: Right, exactly. So I thought he did really good. know, I, I had to keep reminding myself, like, that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because <laughs> I kept losing that in there. I'm like, oh, no, that's just Sionis. And I like how they didn't black, uh, they didn't bust out the black mask until the end. Right? But we see his infatuation with masks around his
1: throughout, Yeah.
2: yeah. So the fact that he puts it on when he really needs I thought really, really well handled. Um, But yeah, I thought he was a lot of fun in
0: this. Uh, I don't think he was intimidated enough. I mean, mainly because like I felt like they sold this big moment where he puts on the mask. Like oh, he's he's reached this breaking point where he's putting on the mask to like go be you know the black mask. He's he's reached that point, and I don't know if they, I really felt like scared of him or anything. You know, not not, not like literally scared, but just in in the, in the context of the build up to that moment, I didn't feel like they earned like his snapping right. Um, now, admittedly, I'll, I'm I'll not
1: why just that that specific thing kind of works for me uh, in in context of this movie is Harley's not really scared of him.
0: No. Well, yeah, but well, that, that's a fair point. But the problem that I have with that is that I just felt no threat from the villains at all this movie. like, I, I didn't necessarily feel any stakes in, in anything. Um, through, uh, it, it, made, I, it made the story feel just kind of throwaway to me. Um,
2: uh, I was worried about Canary once when, when she's made Xionis' driver mm. just because we've seen the bad stuff that has happened to Roman's drivers throughout.
0: <laughs> sure, so, yeah.
2: Right. So um, I was worried about her Although knowing she's one of the titular characters yeah, obviously. there were times
1: yeah, it's kind of you know. her and then Cassandra you know being yeah. the yeah. innocent one that oh no we need to protect her that you know right. as much as Harley's not scared of him uh, she's scared of what he would do to to Cassandra Cause this is the thing, right. if you
0: if you actually make him more scary and make me scared for what may happen to some of these other characters and maybe if Cassandra wasn't named Cassandra not not just because I don't like what they've done, you know this Cassandra Kane but that she was just some random name I may actually buy that she could die. I may actually buy there's like some threat there, um, but you uh, McGregor, I'm not like, a huge fan of you McGregor anyway. Uh, especially when he's doing an American accent, because I can hear his accent slipping up like constantly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I-, I can hear it slipping up every so Because he- 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 even when he's do- every time he does an American accent, it's not even that Scottish slips through. It. It's almost like. His English accent that he does, can Alex yeah. slips in uh, towards the end yeah. of some of his sentences. It, it, it's like little he little he
1: does his American accent via his English. One.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird, um, and that kind of, and I, I I don't know if it's because there's a certain voice I like, in my head I have for Black Mask that's like this gruff. It could be, you know, thing. Um, uh, but uh, that 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 took me out of it a little bit. But um, I don't. know. I, I, my bigger problem with the villains is just that I never really. I don't know. Like they give me all these things, these reasons to think. Okay, they're cutting off people's faces. They're super sadistic. They're super, uh, whatever. But I almost felt that like the tone needed to shift more when we, we cut to them, so that it became into it became like almost like a different movie where they are intimidating and scary. Um, and that would almost make them feel more dangerous when they interact with the other characters. But because they're in this bubblier, you know, lighthearted, jokey movie, it would make them feel even more of a dangerous presence within that.
1: There are some scenes where I felt like. Danger. um Like when Canary's uh going off to go and meet them, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it's it's after you know he's he's been really uncomfortable in the club. He thinks the woman's talking, uh, laughing at him. Yeah, uh, and she just tries to slip out, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Where do you think you're going?" And not having it, and and it's at that point where you're like, "I, I did feel like this guy could just snap."
2: I needed yeah. more of that.
0: I, I, yeah, I needed I needed more of him actually snapping. I think. Um, I will say I did. I mean, I did get a good chuckle out of Harley breaking the driver's legs at the start when she just jumps on and his the, legs,
1: and then the repeated gag of that later. With the yeah. Basic yeah.
0: Um, like that that, that. that was amusing. I did enjoy the uh, the the cartoony violence. Like, there's not a lot of cartoony Harley that I like, but I did like the cartoony violence. The
2: the scene in the in the prison where she takes the bat to the dude's legs. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it was cartoony, but it, yeah, it made me cringe in like the in a good way. Yeah. yeah, like, a, yeah. you cringe at a car crash. It's yeah. like, oh, uh, that's not
0: good. Yeah, that was like, fine. I mean, I, I do think Harley's fighting skills are, like, bizarrely, absurdly great <laughs> in this yeah. movie, and I don't know what, when she learned to do this exactly, but, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the one moment that stuck out to me when I, when I was joking that she's she's better at Cap- than Captain America, there was a moment in slow motion where she kind of bounces the bat off the floor and it hits yeah. the guy and then bounces back at her. Into uh, her hand, yeah. And I thought... Okay, this is like Captain America-level bullshit with a shield. Like, what the hell? Like, why yeah. is she doing this now? Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say I tried it, but it doesn't yeah. work.
0: Uh-huh, yes, yes. Uh, Matt, Matt had himself in the balls with a baseball, but I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah better than the head. Yeah. Than so, the you know, head.
2: We, we've
1: praised, like, uh, the Harley stuff or, or disliked people, but right. not, not because it's necessarily bad. Just not It's not Pete's thing.
2: I thought uh, Margot Robbie was great, though. I thought she's she's a... Terrific she's, actress. She's doing
1: exactly what she's supposed to be doing. Right.
2: Uh, um, and, better. And me. I don't know her, her voice for Harley. It, it's supposed to be a little bit annoying, right? Like it's that yeah kind of New York, New Jersey, you know. Yeah,
1: it's that New, New Jersey twang. It's just a bit irritating.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. Like it's a lighter twang though, because I mean, it's nothing yeah. compared to what like TV show Harley was like. T-
1: no, right. no, it's toned down from that. Right. Yeah. But huh. uh, honestly, for me. Uh, Hunter stole the movie. Every, every moment with her is is it's the, it, crossbow it, the crossbow killer. The crossbow killer. My theater was, you know, laughing at that a lot every time. Right.
0: Um, uh, honestly, I didn't think most of it was funny. It was, but there was one moment where it paid off and it was funny because the, the first time you know where it introduces that she keeps trying to say my name is Hunt and she and someone right. will say you're the crossbow killer or whatever, right? That wasn't really making me laugh. The one time it was really funny though was when they all meet together for the first time, you know, at the start of the third act, and she goes, "Uh, they call me, and then uh, Montoya just shouts out, you're Helen Bartonelli," and she just goes, oh, for F's sake, and uh-huh. that made me laugh, because one, it had been set up that she's annoyed that this keeps happening, and two, because unlike every other time it's happened, when it was the crossbow killer, it was a real name, so it had yeah. this extra layer to it, that made it a really funny joke to me. Yeah. Um but I mean, it, undoubtedly, I liked Huntress and Canary far more than I did Harley in this. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll get to Canary. I, I love her as well but uh, Meredith said was having so much fun, right? She was yeah. just playing it up, and it was it was campy in a, in a way, um but she was just like, "Screw it, this is this is
0: fun." And oh oh, can I can complain about something that I said in the trailers, and I was told to back off for it uh, because mm-hmm. it'll be fine by the end of the movie, and it only got worse. The costumes, especially Huntress, her costume. See at the end when she's actually a part of the Birds of Prey, right? Wait, when she has a yeah. mask. That outfit she's wearing is even worse than everything else she's been wearing the entire movie. It's like it's got the, the the layout of her costume from the comics, but it's just like it's it's almost just like painted on to like a regular like I don't know shiny shirt. This <laughs> is terrible. Yeah, but it, it looks so good. cheap and tacky. I oh, would, it was garbage. I don't understand
2: what they're going for with the cross,
0: right? Yeah, the costume
2: yeah. Costume that she's worn before. But yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't
0: it, did Huntress ever show up on on Arrow? Huntress did the in season, yeah, very
2: early on, one or like
1: two. season, one or
0: two. Yeah, uh, she wasn't that good. Remember. She wasn't good at she, it. She though. was uh yeah.
1: She was still just in the rage bit of you know the, the no, revenge. And, yeah, want, and to... of course Arrow treated it like oh my god, pure revenge.
0: Yeah. she's terrible. Right. She's not her outfit at the end. Kind of, rem- it's not quite as bad because it's not the whole body. But the that top she had on, it kind of had this the design of like her new fifty two costume, sort of painted on it. It reminded me a lot of. It. Remember that uh, Wonder Woman pilot that never happened with uh, Adrian Padalecki uh, That, that yeah. Wonder Woman costume. It reminded me of that because that was just like a skin tight like, uh, like Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. this painted on costume to this like one fabric, and that's what it reminded me of. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. Uh, no that that wasn't the best costume I I assume that if they were going to get another movie I mean in terms of the box office it's not looking particularly likely but if for whatever reason they decide no we're going to give them a chance of an actual Birds of Prey movie following on from this mm. uh, I assume they'll give them proper costumes then you know in context of we'll design them for that movie rather than just for one scene here I I feel
0: like I I have a few reasons why this didn't do that well right um, I think one being connected to Suicide Squad, even if you, if even if you're in the know, like for, for the average public, you know, the a lot of people saw Suicide Squad and it was terrible, so a lot of people don't want any more of it, right? And this film because it's Margot Robbie as Harley connects to that. I think number two, the title's terrible and long, and I get why they're going for this joke, but I think it actually hurts the the, it's, the, the it's movie. It's one
1: of those things where the the title's really along on the posters, and we've called it that every time. But if you look at like on the movie theatre, on on the tickets, on even, like, the official, like, soundtracks and merchandise. It does just say Birds of Prey. Here's the sad part is,
0: though, that if they called it Harley Quinn, it would have done better.
1: Probably, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't think I think if I think a Birds of Prey movie can do well, but I think that the marketing would have to match it and market all the the, the three characters, or the four characters, whoever it is, uh, and sell them to the audience. The trailers for this didn't really do that. The trailers for this said, "Here's a Harley Quinn movie," and because the first trailer, believe really it had a, a dialogue for anyone who wasn't Harley, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. And the posters were these big, bright, colorful, kind of tacky-looking things. I think the marketing for this movie, uh, regardless of how I feel about the finished movie. There's no reason why this couldn't... Given that Suicide Squad did really well, Joker cracked a billion, which is insane. And I don't think those are good movies. There is no reason why this couldn't also have done well. Um, and I feel like the reason why it didn't is mainly out to marketing, but... That's... Yeah, I think
1: it's a weird thing with the marketing. Like, I agree that maybe calling it Birds of Prey was a bad thing, but... You, know, you mentioned that first trailer barely had any lines for anyone else because it was like, hey, look, it's a Harley Quinn movie, and that's representative of the final product. <laughs>
0: I mean, it is, but again, then you go to the problem where that makes people think of Suicide Squad because it's the actress from that playing the same character and yeah, yeah. so on. Because let's be honest here, we, we say this all the time when it comes to TV ratings uh, and sometimes with movies when the sequels do worse is that it's not the quality of the one that comes out that's the problem, it's the quality of the last one that's the problem. Uh, yeah. Because the last one was bad, this one will underperform. It doesn't matter how good that is, you know. Like, there's a
1: chance that this will do okay over its over its life. It might, you know, have a yeah. bad opening. Year, but word of mouth is generally quite positive.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just it's not getting a lot of heat. You know, it tends to people seem to be positive. And I'm definitely seeing a lot yeah. of positivity the, from the people that are bending over
2: backwards to deny it are cracking me up. Just oh, I knew it was gonna fail. This is what happens. Oh uh, yeah, Blah, blah blah. There's the, there's the and years- I'm just like.
0: Mm. there's the usual begre- you know, brigade begre- of oh it's a mm. film with women and all the main characters are weak therefore it's going to fail because mm. no one wants that blah 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 my penis is tiny kind of thing like you know mm, like yeah. these guys like there's we're always going to have that and the problem that unfortunately still isn't really even though we've had Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman which both did really well mm. there's still this kind of mentality that because one movie with a female leads in a superhero context fails all of a sudden, like, oh, I guess Wonder Woman 84 is going to be bombed now. Or I guess, you know, uh, Black Widow is yeah. going to be bomb.
1: I think I'd expect both of those to do pretty well, to yeah. be honest with
0: you. Especially, well, I think Wonder Woman 84 well, could kind of go either way. Just because.
1: Uh, it's one of those things we talk about, you know, it's based on you know what, what the last
0: movie was. and Yeah.
1: People were pretty positive on that first Wonder Woman movie. They were, oh, they were, but nice then, part.
0: but then, that's not the last time we saw her though. <laughs> the last time we saw her was Justice League.
1: It, no, that is true. Um, uh, but I, I do wonder how. Maybe that will have an impact. I don't know.
0: It may not. I mean, not. I mean uh, that's why I'm saying. Uh, I think that one's maybe a bit more debatable. I think Black Widow. i don't think it's going to like break records, but I think it's at least going to do like solid like.
1: It'll do like whatever. At, at the worst, whatever Ant
2: Man does.
0: Uh, yeah, but, I think it'll look gross Ant Man. I think it will. Yeah, yeah. Low,
2: lower tier Marvel. Right, which is but, still, a but, which be, it, yeah. which still a lot of money. Well, also, it, yeah, is still a lot of money. Also, it's not going to
1: be setting records for them, but it'll it'll be fine.
2: No, but here's my thing though: we wouldn't have so many female-focused like superhero movies if there wasn't the market for them, right? Like, there's gonna be two this year.
0: Oh, there absolutely the, is. I mean, I mean, I, right. the Plus, two, two this year. There's it, more coming from Marvel come, coming coming right. years.
2: Um, add add in the the Mulan remake, which. Well, no, superhero movie is definitely yeah, a, a no. female focused action movie that looks way looks, better than the cartoon. It
1: looks like know? it's going full whoosha, and I'm like, I'm yeah. in for it. It's easily exactly. the
0: most justified remake Disney have done of their anime stuff because it actually looks so like cool. it belongs in live action.
2: Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's definitely the market for it. It's just like Pete brought up with the marketing, you, you got to roll it out properly. And it felt like I forgot this was coming out until about Wednesday. Yeah. And I looked at my wife and I go, when we seen uh, the Harley Quinn movie? I? I don't know. And then we settled on Friday, right? So yeah. it wasn't like we were eagerly anticipating it's, it. It's,
0: yeah, it's, 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 it's frustrating. Because in an ideal world, there'd be an equal number of male and female focused superhero movies, right? Like, yeah. of course there would be. Um, and unfortunately, we're in this this place where they constantly can kind of have to prove their existence to a lot of people for some reason, and it's really frustrating. Even though, yeah. like, recently speaking, they perform. Fairly yeah. well, like even this. That you know. Okay, we're saying,
1: oh, it's underperformed. It's not bombing. It's not doing no. terribly. It just underperformed on its opening weekend.
0: Yeah. The sad part is, is those underperformed the conservative estimates never made the actual original estimates. So it's, it's yeah, it's it,
1: no, it's not bad enough to be like, oh, this is atrocious. It's it's just okay. It's not it's not going to do amazingly.
0: Yeah, and the, the early buzz for the international numbers aren't that hot either. It's just looking going to be like it's going to be very muted. Yeah. Overall. 80-85 I was seeing for the opening weekend international. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's sitting about 81 right now because I just pulled it up on box office. Which,
0: which means there that there's go. a good yeah. chance that it won't break 300 total, unless the legs are particularly good. That's what I mean, though. That I yeah. think the legs might be better on this than on...
1: Uh, I'm trying to think of, of a better example nothing's good to mind. But, you know, the legs might... Uh, honestly, a pretty good example would be uh, um, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, obviously, that still did very well, but it had such a huge opening, right? Uh, and it it, it so underperformed you... by the end, really. You... Even though it it still you know, it crossed a billion, it still did stupidly well, but it underperformed in that context, um because word of mouth uh, I think um it was it was a bit more mixed and divisive. Whereas this, uh, rotten tomatoes I think is sitting around eighty. Audience was at like eighty four or something like it that. Yeah, uh, Twitter like Pete mentioned earlier, yeah, you know, all he's seen on Twitter is positive buzz, and the only negative things you're really seeing are from that certain group of dicks. Uh, generally speaking, people are enjoying the movie, and that might Which, translate to likes.
0: It's so frustrating for me because I don't really like the movie that much, but I kind of want it to see, succeed just on the basis of shutting those idiots up, because me too. I, I don't want them to win, because it's not a, like, everything they are taking from this and the problem I have as well is the worry that the studio are going to take all the, the wrong lessons from it, right? You don't, you don't want them to take any of the lessons, and I think... I do feel that like the R rating was forced. I don't think it, it was needed and nothing in the movie really justifies it for me. Like, yeah, okay. We, we'd have to tone back a couple of the violent moments, which don't get me wrong. I enjoy. It. I love a good bit of gore. I do. And the way that uh, Black Mass dies at the end made me laugh because it was him just blowing apart from a grenade. Pete, she sling
2: weighted him off a pier <laughs> with a bomb. Like, yeah.
0: You know, so, cool. That was fun. Yeah. Um. And you know, and, you know my like, Cassandra Cain complains. Actually, I, I want to just sort of come back to her for just one statement. I was aside from her characteristics being nothing like her actual character. I kind of hate that she's just a MacGuffin in this because she literally is just a MacGuffin. Uh, for the for the plot. Uh, I
2: was kind of hoping she'd have the diamond with her the whole time and only said she swallowed it, right?
0: Yeah. Like I mean, at, that's the at funny some thing. point.
2: She pull you... it out and go.
0: Oh, here it is. You could argue yeah. that the diamond's the MacGuffin, and she's just the carrier. But she literally eats it, so she she becomes the oh, MacGuffin. She literally yeah, becomes right. the MacGuffin.
2: <laughs> I think
1: it helps though that it, as as MacGuffin characters go, she's likable enough. Um, I think she plays off of Harley quite well. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, sure. I like. I like the scene where they're in Harley's apartment, and you know, and and she's impressed by it, and Harley, you know, is like, I know it's not much, and, you know, and. There's this there's uh this chemistry well, they, between them.
2: Yeah, they uh they go and set up too, like she's in foster care and she's an orphan, which I thought and I'm like, oh okay, so they're kinda of doing the kids. Maybe we'll find something out later mm. and we never do. We, we right? right.
0: But yeah, I wonder so, <sighs> So there's mm-hmm. only one small reference to Suicide Squad outside of just the general, you know, she was with the Joker before, mm-hmm. and it's the, the the Captain Boomerang like wanted poster in yeah, okay. the cu- precinct, right? That that was Chuckleworthy. Uh, I and I, I saw it made me go like, hmm. I wonder if the reason why they were allowed to do that when they're not referencing anything else is just because he's like the one of the few cast members who's actually coming back for the next Suicide <laughs> Squad movie. <Probably>. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably the case. That's probably the yeah. case. Uh, so yeah so the whole plot I mean we didn't really mention it. so basically they're after this diamond the Bartonelli diamond because it has like coding in it that will lead to their fortune and it's uh got the, like,
1: their account number and sort code um, in, basically
0: yeah movie nonsense Uh, but uh they defined it but cassandra kane's a pickpocket in this movie she's a little pickpocket yeah. menace and she ends up with it uh black canary kind of knows her because she lives in the same building as her um yeah. and she's also been kind of forced into being the new driver for black mask uh, harley gets wrapped up in this because now that it word is out she's not with the joker everyone wants to kill her for how much of a pain she's been uh, because uh, now the joker won't retaliate that. for well, there's, her.
1: there's no protection on her now
0: yeah yeah, and that's kind of what the movie's arc is kind of getting at, is that she it's about her becoming independent and not needing to rely on someone. Uh And that part's fine, I, I, think, mm-hmm. I, I think. I think I
1: Actually, I want to I wanna just correct just slightly. Is sure. I don't think it's that she doesn't have to rely on anyone. It's that she's not relying on someone without her own agency because she learns to rely on, on Cassandra. Like, for example, like, you know, there is a point where she's going to turn her in but then by the end of the movie, it's like, do you know what? That 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 was the wrong thing to do. She's learned.
0: Sure. Um. um I think it just a bit more heart for me for for like her wanting to save Cassandra at the end to really sort of work and pay off because I, I felt like the whole standoff where you know Roman's got Cassandra by the you know by the throat you know, with a knife and uh, she's like you know trying to talk him down um, and then he just you know dies like within you know, 20 seconds. Like, I, I was expecting when they got... Because there's a little car chase before that. I was expecting when they stopped that car chase, okay, we're going to have one big final sort of section here where, you know, about getting to him and blah, blah. And it ended up just being this little standoff in the pier that ended very quickly. And mm. I mean, the actual death itself made me laugh, but I just... It, it almost feels like the movie's just tiptoeing in the drama that I want it to explore. It's not interested in actually really going full hog with it. Um, And that's, that, that's you know, frustrating for me because... Like, I think Harley has a lot of potential as a character to really explore, like, her wanting to be independent, her, you know, wanting to go through these changes and all these things. But uh, the movie almost wants to be too lighthearted to really give it the the meat that I want it to do.
1: Yeah, it it doesn't dive into it. I think there's a few moments that give me enough to just connect, you know, with the characters. There's a, so when, you know, she kind of gets betrayed by the the guy who runs the the store below where she lives and, you know, she thought she was like, oh no, he, he wouldn't sell her out. And then she obviously is like, right. Well, if he sold me out, then there's, there's, you know, there is no faith in anyone anymore. So she goes to sell out uh, Cassandra, and you have know, that moment, you know, in the phone box with, the, you know, the the focus shifting shot. Her. And you know, and you know, I think that moment plays because she's even in that moment feeling guilty about it. But it's like, well, everyone else is doing it to me. Uh, and then you know, she has to overcome that by the end. So that that works there for me. But like I say, it definitely could go into it more.
0: Yeah, I I think for me it really should have, but. And people are going to say, yeah, but that means it's not as lighthearted and funny. But it can still be like you know. I think Jo Joe I would just compare this movie to bizarrely. I would compare compare this movie to Kick Ass. Uh, and the Kick Ass has this you know sort of the, the sense of humor and the tone, right? I feel like it's kind of going for something. Kind of similar, um, but you know, Kick-Ass also has great action sequences, and I think that that keeps them throughout the whole movie. And amusingly, even has a badass girl who's you know like 11 who can take out an entire room of bad guys. Uh, that's more coincidental, but it just amuses me that that I'm comparing them that 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 has that. Um, but in the sense that Kick-Ass has a lot of heart, and by the end of that story, I was really invested in. Like Hit Girl getting her revenge and like, you know, beating the bad guy. Like it made me really want to see them win. And at the end of this movie, I didn't really care if the Birds of prey won. I was just kind of like, ah, oh, whatever, it's the end, you know, we're in the action scene now at the end. Um, it's just doing its mm-hmm. thing. I never felt that invested by it. Uh so mm-hmm. you know, and maybe part of that maybe part of that's just personal, but I, I, I do think I, I you know, if I was comparing those two movies, I think Kick Ass is a much better crafted film. But I mean, I would probably say Kickass is better as well, but I, you know, Kick Ass is fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic, yeah.
1: So I mean I can I still really like this movie. I, I think you know I, say, oh, I think it's a great movie. Um, Don't get me wrong, this is, be- is better still.
0: This is better than Kick Ass too, I'll give you that. Like I'm not
1: <laughs> Yeah, we really would have tried fighting if uh, you I'm, tried to argue that one.
0: I'm not unreasonable <laughs> <laughs> I'm not unreasonable. Oh dear. Um you know and Black Care has a big moment where she comes out and uh there's all these henchmen, she has to blow them all back. So she's yeah. gonna cry. Um, uh, there's a
1: little stuff with the backstory, like she uh, knows knows her mum So uh-huh. that, that was a, that was a thing, you know. There was a previous canary, so to speak.
2: Well, and I uh, and I like too that they played with the Gotham uh, City version of Black Canary, where she's kind of from the rougher side. She can handle herself, you know, in mm-hmm. her mom's footsteps. I like that they made her a singer because I always like that aspect. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, and also, oh man, that she can sing
2: yeah she uh,
1: oh, yeah, that's yeah. she's doing a, uh, yeah i'd say to manswell in, in the club uh that's a fantastic cover yeah
2: huh?
1: and uh, it's on the soundtrack I'm, connor yeah no, i know as soon as i got out, of the, out of the, i was like all right I'm, i need the the uninterrupted version please without all the the dialogue you know because obviously it's yeah. there's dialogue going on the scene of course there is we're not just stopping and watching this for three yeah. minutes but i appreciate that the, the full version was on the soundtrack because yeah th- there are movies that don't do that and it always annoys me mm. yeah
0: yeah um so no, is there a pl- plot that we didn't talk? I mean I guess I mean there's there's sort of big jokes early on that we've not really talked about, like uh well, the entire like five minute section devoted to this silly egg and cheese and bacon sandwich.
2: Yeah, I I like that, that that's her favorite thing in the world and there's this one shop in, in Gotham that the guy makes it perfect and she keeps trying to eat it and it ends
0: up getting smashed. And... And it's, it's, this is not a complaint, <clears throat> but it's one of those movie things where, obviously, okay, she's not going to get to it. it. ends up going on the floor. And it's this big dramatic slow motion yeah. thing. And I said, okay, the movie's ending with her getting one of these sandwiches. The, the, yeah, the, of course. The ending's going to have her eating one of these, finally. Um, uh, I it, think it's
1: one of those things where it's, it's just enough that it's relatable. It's, it's a sandwich, right? Yeah, everyone's got their favorite thing like that. that mm. you know, when you've when got you, when you a bad day, you just want that thing. And it's just annoying when, when, it, I... when it's not going right for
0: you.
2: If someone got in the way of me eating my breakfast burrito, <laughs> I would murder. Like, that's it. Done.
0: I believe it. I, I do yeah, actually I do. believe it. Um, I, uh, yeah, as someone who hates egg, though, I mean, this was just, this wasn't I food. Uh, Margot Mar- Mar- Robbie's allergic to chicken eggs. Uh, yeah. So these are these, actually
2: that. duck eggs. The duck egg. That's funny. Uh, she that, was on hot, I mean,
0: because I've, I've been seeing people on Twitter like posting gifs from this scene and saying, "Oh, th- this this sort of food porn should be banned." And all I can think was, "This was not food porn. This was like, this was like a disgusting uh, no. gore." No, like- uh,
1: uh, <laughs> this this yeah. is where, this is how I know you two have never been hungover. This this is this is like an ultimate hangover sandwich where you just like you just want something greasy okay. and terrible, and you just oh get that in.
2: Connor, I don't need to be hungover to want that. That's my default setting, friend. <laughs> yeah. This, oh, you know,
1: this here, you know, I can relate so you know oh yeah, you know, the egg, the bacon, oh yes. Yeah.
2: The American cheese that melts just right. Like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Um look But good. yeah, there's another thing that all this fruit talk just distracted me from. Dang it.
0: Sure, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> um
2: not, co- not going back to you, no. Uh, uh,
0: um I mean, you know, there's a little bit of, like, you know, Helena's backstory. You get, you get the murder of her family. Uh, so there's a little bit of that. Um, Black Canary, of course, isn't really seen, but we do hear about her mother. And obviously, they never say the name Dana Drake, but obviously, that's what we were all right. thinking, being comic kind of bookers. Yeah, nerds. yeah.
1: It, it, this is one of those things where, okay, it's there. It's established. It's in context. It's just there to give, uh, you know, Renee you know, a little bit of a relationship with her. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, if they want to explore it in the future, they could have done. But it doesn't. It's not like uh, anything that detracts from this or that you needed anything more either.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't have complaints about... I mean, I don't even necessarily need them to go into the backstories more. I mean, I want them those characters to have more time, but not because I want flashbacks yeah. and more backstory. I just you know like because it, it was actually there was a weird moment where you know they all meet up for the first time you know because they, they you know they've arranged this meeting for harley to hand over cassandra and there's kind of the mildly amusing stuff where uh harley's kind of paralyzed for a bit because she's been shot with a trank and she can't yeah. really help um but this is where they all meet for the first time and they're kind of getting to know and they're just doing that thing where they're kind of yelling at each other and sort of realizing who each other are and blah 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 and um, and in my head there was a moment where i got disappointed because i realized wait a I minute, mean, this is just getting the third act already like i was hoping that oh that's they'll meet in the middle and then they'll you know they'll bond a little bit before the final act and i'm like oh no this is just the third act already
1: Uh, yeah yeah i I like that they had some bonding afterwards though because we go back to that the 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 bar wherever they were with the drinks Mm. early on in in harley's section uh the start um she overhears her friends talking shit about her and you know she storms off there and now Mm. she you know she brings out the drinks for them all and it's like oh no she's actually got friends now and uh, you know, oh. It's it's the start of a friendship, at least. But it's it's a it's a it's a healthier friendship. I think that's that's what I was getting at before where I say You know, it's it's not Harley doing this on her own. It's about her having healthy relationships with yeah. other people. Hey,
2: healthy is the key word there because her relationship
0: with Joker and yeah. all that was, oh, was yeah. even, those,
1: even those friends though. Like you know, it, it, right. she, they were just there because oh, because she's Harley Quinn, right?
0: Because oh, she's yeah. she's friends with villains and supervillains. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, of course. Yeah. Well. But,
2: so that's what I wanted to bring up was the animated portion where we get you know oh yeah the intro relationship
0: with the Joker which I really enjoyed. Joe and- you know was funny. Is I he- actually thought while well, that was playing that they were actually just kind of putting suicide without a continuity. I thought oh this is they're just doing a different version of it here. Yeah. Fine.
1: Yeah, but then they do kind of mention oh and then I spent some time working for yeah, yeah got arrested. No, oh, yeah. I did spend some time Put with the bombs the bomb. on my neck.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they do kind of loosely reference it, but that said the way they sort of talk about her breaking up with the joker doesn't sound like the ending is like you know it sounds like a completely different joker yeah,
1: <laughs> it does but again it's one of those things where this is harley telling this story so
0: yeah
1: she's telling the versions that she yeah, wants to tell but
0: we all want to forget that joker though so i'm willing so to go we're with okay it. with it yeah. yeah
2: exactly and so but no there, there was a, a moment where she talks about all the different relationships that she had in college and there's a red-haired woman and yeah, I was like, that looked uh, like a
1: lot like Ivy, didn't it? Yes,
2: it did. And so so yeah, I thought that was a fun little shout out. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: maybe maybe next time.
2: Yeah, maybe next time. 'Cause cause now that we know, you know, she's on the upward swing where she's, you know, chaotic neutral at this point. You know.
1: Yeah. I think um, is is Robbie's Holly gonna be in the Suicide Squad movie again? I'm pretty sure. I don't think so.
0: I don't think, yeah. think so. Let me look. There was that big grid assuming, of cast names, but, but I don't remember if she yeah. was.
1: I don't know. Then um, I wouldn't be surprised to see another Harley movie in some form. Um, just on Margot Robbie's sheer force of will and her paying for herself if she has to. Yeah. I really wouldn't put it past her. Uh, even even if this movie does underperform, it I, I I think she cares that much.
2: Yep, she she is starring. She is the first name. Is she? So, so, yeah. Oh, fair yeah, she is. It, it was just like her yeah. and Will Smith, right? No, yeah, well, this, no, this
0: is a new one. Yeah. Oh, Smith, yeah. Not it, back. It's Margot
2: Robbie, yeah, Viola right. Davis, and Joel Kinnaman. So they're all returning. And Jay Courtney. Um, uh, the think, rest of them are all new.
0: Yeah, Idris Elba, Nathan Felly, and a uh, bunch of people. Fillion will be killed off in the first 10 minutes, you know it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. He's friends with Gunn, though, so he, he'll he show He's up for that. He's there just to be killed off. As yeah, a joke. yeah, yeah. he'll show up for that, that role. As, that, that's the point. That's the <laughs> fun, yeah. fun of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Additionally, Idris Elba, John Cena, Storm Reid, who I don't know who that is, Flew Laborg, Nathan Villian, Peter Capaldi, Pete Davidson, Alice Braga, Sean Gunn, Michael Rooker, Taika Waititi, there's just like name it,
1: after I name. Forgot I forgot Peter Capaldi yeah. was in there as well. Like oh, no. That movie is going to be something. And they're pretty far into production on that at the minute. Um, Someone tweeted at, at Gunn the other day going, hey, please uh-huh. include, I think it was Deathstroke they were asking for. He's like, yeah, bit late to, uh, for requests now when we finish shooting like another month
0: mm. yeah yeah and they just started shooting batman so i mean you know the, the next batch of movies are in you know late they, stages they, they, they're
1: at the point now where yeah these probably exist
0: yeah 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 uh, what's funny i got the the newer new mutants trailer when i went to see harley and uh, did yeah. you yeah and i actually i didn't realize what it was at first because I, I i knew there was a new trailer a while ago but i didn't see it and it was it wasn't until it cut to why the Caspers went, Oh, it's just new mutants, oh this thing still exists. This is weird. The fact that it's actually coming out is kind and, of
2: amazing. And it's supposed to be the mutant's entrance into the MCU.
0: It's not.
2: I know <laughs> I'll but that's, buy what it for that's
0: what they're claiming, so well, so for, for, there's a chance for a while that they we're going to merge them because Feige did talk to Patrick Stewart about right. reprising his role. Um, Patrick Stewart said, nah, we said goodbye to Logan, and he respected the you know the offer, but he was like, nah, the, we yeah. said goodbye. Um, so I, I, I think think
1: appreciate that, both sides of that.
0: Yeah, I think that means that we're probably going to get a proper reboot of it rather than an integration just because mm-hmm. and th- at this point it makes more sense I just to do it that way.
1: Mind. you know it makes sense like you say and yeah. I, I appreciate that they offered that they're like hey if you guys want to do it um we we get why you you know that that people might want to see that um, yeah yeah but yeah you know, but again from patty says i know we did our goodbye that would feel we don't want to cheapen that yeah yeah um so yeah, birds of prey uh it's a it's a great time if you're into this idea of how if you watch the second trailer and you like that take on on what what it looks like you'll enjoy this movie as well
0: yes and if you watch that trailer and think that it sounds kind of obnoxious uh then you'll probably feel like me and it's not a terrible tie it's not like a terrible movie like it's not like like i think it's well enough directed for the most part i think it's you've got a good cast i just don't really like this version of harley quinn that much and the sense of humor that comes with this deadpool sort of light sort of antics um it, it very much it's the type of comedy that it feels like the, the, the I can almost feel someone yelling at me, saying, "Hey, I'm funny, I'm funny, look at me, I'm funny," um, and I, you know, I just don't jive with that at all. Uh, so, uh, not for me. Too too, not my. I like some snarky stuff, but this is not my type of snarkiness. <laughs> if that, that makes that's any fair. sense.
2: As long, as long as you realize that, you know, you yeah. you know.
1: It, it's why so. I say if you watch that second trailer. I think that's very indicative of the the movie. It's a fair representation. And if you like but, that trailer, you will probably like this movie. If you hate that trailer and you think this this is horrible and you know, whatever, then yeah, you're probably not going to enjoy it.
0: Yeah. It's probably not for you. Yeah. So I just the sad part is is that it's going to be a long time before, whether it be a TV show or a movie or whatever, that I get like some sort of you know more traditional Birds of Pre adaptation. Uh, it's a long time coming now. So that part sucks. But hey ho. Hopefully Wonder Woman 84 and Batman and Suicide Squad are, are good mm mm-hmm. uh, is, it, is it
1: just Woman for the rest of this year? Have we got it for DC movies. I think so I believe so. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: I think they ramp up quite a bit starting next year though Yeah, that sounds right because I'll be I imagine it'll be Suicide Squad earlier than Batman late in the year since Batman's just and started When do we, we do Black Adam? Black Adam's at the end of next year, Later. and then Shazam's meant to be early twenty twenty two. Shazam yeah. two,
2: Flash, Aquaman two are all slated for yeah. Well, Aquaman might happen, but Flash
0: won't. Happen yeah, either. Flash, I'm, I'm, I'm dubious on that Aquaman one. Aquaman
1: <laughs> probably will just on the sheer amount of money it made rather than any
0: other reason. Well, I, f- I feel like the sequels to the ones that've already come out are more lately just because they exist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've, I'm not saying birds of prey lately. I'm saying the ones that have been announced to exist or lately yeah. to exist. To be
1: fair, they never announced a, a birds of prey, you know, proper movie after this. yet I think they were waiting oh, no. and seeing the reception and for this, and then deciding whether or not to go forward with that. Yeah. So. Which. I mean, I can't. Ble- that's probably the way it should be done, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, you know, it, I called this a backdoor pilot earlier on, and I think that's that's pretty fair. As we'll put this out there, see what the response is. If it's positive, then we'll go ahead and make that movie, rather than just going, "We know what people want. Let's just make this." And
0: usually they don't. Yeah, I guess I just want an actual yeah. pilot and not a backdoor pilot. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I can get. I, 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 uh, I love this Huntress and I, uh, this Black Canary. I so,
0: just, yeah. I feel like this. T- I'll take what I get, can get. At. It should, should, should. If it's antiquated, because. We said goodbye to that. Like that's how, that's how we had to operate for a long time because there was a long time when almost every comic book thing had to be under the, I'll just have to take what we can get because we're never going to get anything perfect. Okay,
1: but I'm, I'm not taking what I can get in terms of uh, I'm not getting the characters there. Is it a right.
0: Birds of Prey team
1: in this movie? No, not really. It's a Harley Quinn movie, but, I but I've, I'm okay with that because I like this Harley Quinn movie. Uh, like, would I want to see this team back for a Birds of Prey movie and maybe add in Oracle as you do it? Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. the one thousand... now, now that let's be honest, the the Joss Whedon bagel thing has fallen through. Oh, um, yeah. But a, a, Oracle is maybe back on the table for the Birds of Prey.
0: I guess the game. one the one thing I'll say, I'll say positive about uh, Deadpool 2 compared to this is that all the characters that it adds in in Deadpool 2 do feel that like they belong in relation to Deadpool in, in, in the sense that because I always feel like Harley Quinn doesn't really belong with the Birds of Prey. like they, don't really, they aren't really that connected and never really have been in the comics whereas you know Cable and that do feel connected to Deadpool and it feels like okay yes it makes sense for them to interact with him and even though there may be a more serious version of say the X-Force that's worth doing and a lot of people love the good X-Force comics at least at least Deadpool is associated with them, so there's like a, a correlation there that makes sense. You know? Sure.
2: Yeah, fine.
0: Okay, I uh, thought that was a fine just, point, but...
2: No, it was! I'm not... I can't <laughs> argue it. Like,
1: it's, it's... It's, it's just hard to argue in the sense of, like? well, I mean, so what if they're not connected before this? This, this can be the start in that connection. You know, uh, Oracle and Black Canary weren't connected until they started doing. Hey, let's try this. Okay, I'll put it. Th-
0: I'll put it this way: people who like uh, Deadpool are more likely to also like the the X Force characters in Cable, and vice versa, right? Okay. Whereas I like Birds of Prey, I don't really like this har- this type of Harley Quinn. I'm so, not sure if that, I mean... So for me it's alienating, is what I'm saying. Like, you can sit there and say, oh, well, it's fine, because I don't care, but No, like... no, I
1: get what you're saying. I I, I don't think Deadpool is, is as inherently different from Cable as Harley Quinn is from from Black Canary, for me. You, you, there's the, oh, you know, they're, they're both mutants and they're in that, that world, sure. But they're very different types of character. And I feel that the, the same kind of goes here with... Yeah, Harley. but is it, is it, reason, isn't Cable... The whole so... reason
2: why they were thrown together in the comic, Cable and Deadpool was because it was the reason in Deadpool too, right? The comic just predates it that it's the straight man, funny man shtick.
0: Yeah, well, wasn't Cable know? always associated with X-Force though? Is that not, like, a, a thing?
2: Well, Cable came in with the time-traveling apocalypse stuff. Yeah. So, Cable didn't I don't think came to X-Force till later.
1: Okay. Okay. I, I just meant in the sense that uh, for the movie-going audience, the people who saw Deadpool 1 and went, oh, I want more of this, I don't think cable is inherently the choice of oh you know he'll appeal to them necessarily. Yeah. I think it worked in that movie because they I, they, they wrote it well.
0: I, I mean maybe, maybe that's just... because again I've not read a whole lot of uh, I've not read any specific cable or Deadpool stuff for a start uh, or really any X Force, but just my my just look just seeing comic book covers and stuff, they all feel kind of like closely associated. Um, well, they do
1: these days, yeah, because because it's years and years of them having you know having done stuff together now, um, but. There's no reason why we can't have Years and Years of Harley with Birds
0: oh, of Prey. Please, birds. Oh, God, no, please, no. No, 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 I don't want it.
1: <laughs> theoretically, I'm not saying they should. I'm saying there's no reason why
0: they can't. Like this, I want an actual Birds of Prey comic that I want to read, thank you very much. No,
1: no, again, like I said, until the 90s, there was no connection between, you know, Black Canary and Oracle. There was no Birds of Prey. And they went, hey, let's try this and let's make it a thing. And then they did. And this could have theoretically, oh, but, well, hey, let's, let's put Harley Quinn in with these characters and make it a thing And when, yeah, yes, not yes. but when,
0: when they put them together though it wasn't breaking anything that came before it wasn't in spite or instead of something else it was forming something new with two characters who had kind of nothing to do
1: but given that there was no Oracle available because they weren't allowed this was not in spite of that this was oh hey well this is the best we can do
0: if this is the best you could do then I don't want it that's that's. A-
1: it's such a petty.
0: Look it's at not it, petty. If if we can't do something properly, don't do it at all. Like that, I, I, that. that is just my sentiment with so many things. Like, you know, if I if I like, it's the same with them. Um, let's say I don't like a knockoff version of a drink. If I if I can't so, have the proper version of the drink, then I just don't want the drink. And it's not a, an angry thing. It's not. It's just no. I just don't want it. There's no point. What's okay, hey, the money? Okay. Here's
1: the, so all right. We'll take Coke as an example right. in this scenario. Right. You're thirsty. You you haven't had a drink for, for uh, you know twenty four hours, and someone goes, "Here's some own brand Coke that you can have that you know that you don't really like that much. You know you you're not really into it. You, you've had it before, and then someone gives you that, and and they go, "Here you can have this if you want." And you go, "No, I'm good. You, you're not getting water instead. You're not getting anything else instead. It's that or literally nothing." Yeah, but that's else. a
0: that's a false metaphor then because because the, uh, the this is not a content. What I'm saying is is that I would rather have something else that's completely different that is true to what it is then have something that's not the true version of what it is right even though it's completely different so and and this this analogy yes other things do exist water exists i can have water that's actually just water and it's a it fulfills no, no, me no, but
1: in, in this context the other option would have been just harley quinn that, that was the context they were like hey we'll do a harley quinn movie and she went no, we'll do the, the We'll bring in the other characters. We'll do. We'll try this instead.
0: Well, no, just do the Harley Quinn movie because then I can just happily ignore it because I know I don't like it, and I I would I I'll hardly comment on it, and I don't have to be annoyed by anything because it's a Harley Quinn movie. It'll please Harley Quinn fans, and I can just go about my merry way.
2: Fair
0: enough. You know, I just like, um, yes, I, I I like. Hey Matt, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Would you rather have? Man of Steel or no Superman huh. movie? If that's the two options, right? In the last five years, would you rather not have a Superman movie than Man of Steel? Maybe Batman v Superman's a better one to bring up because it's worse, but...
2: Yeah, I would say if, if I know that I'm getting Batman v Superman and not Man of Steel 2, then I for sure would rather not have anything.
0: I, I think, Man of is yeah. just going to stand by
2: itself. But if it's just going to stand by itself and this is a not-so-good Superman movie, but pretty decent Alien Invasion movie... That's fine. Yeah, which is my... but the fact that I know that it leads to Batman v Superman, which is easily twenty times worse.
1: I yeah, kinda... sure. In in the context of what follows it, I think uh, I'm, I'm with Mal on that. But in, in this context, yeah. I think Man of Steel is probably the the more accurate comparison rather than the BVS because I think you would agree, even though you don't like a lot of things, in this movie this is better than is a better made movie than, than BVS. Oh,
0: yes. no,
1: uh, that's and, not so... hard. <laughs> no, it's no. not hard. Which, which is why I think this is more applicable to uh, Man of Steel in that context, where it's not a badly made movie. It's, the pr- it's the problem, super- the problem
0: is, this is a purely personal thing, and you keep trying to like point out the flaws. I'm not saying they should or shouldn't do something. I'm saying for me, I would rather not have this at all than have something that is like half-assed in terms of it being faithful to what it is. And I don't mean like you know being faithful to a specific story or being faithful to to whatever. Just being faithful to what the concept is entirely. Um, you know, for for example, I would rather not have a new Halloween movie than have Halloween twenty eighteen. I did not like that movie. Um, I mean, hell, with a lot of these movie franchises, I I actively don't want any more of them because I feel okay. like, you know. But that's a different. I, 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 I get I
1: get where you're going with that. I think my only response at that point is just uh, just don't watch it in next time. I, I I know that sounds weird, but like, okay, no, you don't want any more of these movies. You don't want this, and that's fine. I get it. I I get you. You're not into it. You don't want it. But I wanted this movie. I like this movie. Lots of other people wanted this movie and like this movie. So why not let us have this movie?
0: Um, because in this exact case, what I said earlier is that it means that actual Birds of pre adaptation is now less likely to happen for a longer time is actively gating away some things because now there's this perception because it's been used. It's the same reason why we're having a Green Lantern movie since 2011 because, oh, there has to be a time now we have to let it pass so that it's, you know, enough time has passed that we're allowed to try again.
1: Yeah, we are getting a Green Lantern TV show.
0: Yeah, but it's already been nine years since that last movie. Yeah. It'll be another year at least before that TV show, maybe more, so it's a decade. It took a decade. That movie delayed a, a potential good Green Lantern story on screen for a decade right? So you tell me now, oh, there's going to be a decent attempt at Birds of Prey in 10 years' time. Oh, yeah, great, I'll look forward to that in my 40s, thanks. <laughs> like, you know, it's a long time. Every time they mess something like this up, unless you're Batman, not even Superman, just Batman or Joker.
2: Batman or Batman. Yeah. Unless <laughs> you're related to Batman, you can keep I, 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 making whiffs, but I mean, how many years was between Batman and Robin and Batman Begins? Uh, 97,
0: 2005, 8. So,
2: and now it's, it's ramping up, because
0: look at Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider- Spider-Man's the right. other one, actually. Batman or Spider-Man. Those yeah. ones can fail and come back within a few years. And that's I, very I quick.
1: The, the only thing is, this this only fails financially. I think, it, as it, in terms of... Creatively, a it's, to screen, it's creatively, much more, it doesn't, yeah. it, Well, I think Matt you know, mentioned Green Lantern uh, near the start of this. This is not Green Lantern. This is not miss, completely missing those characters and, and the point. This is, yeah, this is pretty close.
2: Right.
0: It's about there. I mean, right, let's write this so I can I can go for the Oscars tonight,
2: guys.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I mean the characterizations are there, but I don't think it's a Birds of Prey story. It's satisfying in any way, shape, or form. You know, like so. Yeah. I just like, whatever. Like, Harry
2: hunters team up to take down Black Mask. I'd read that Birds of Prey comic.
0: Yeah, and if it focused on them for the whole movie and, and them like forming a team and a bond, yeah. they they barely speak to each other. It's like they, they, I mean they've barely interacted by the end of the movie. You know, they they meet each other, you know, half hour before the end. I mean, you could probably count how many lines of dialogue they share with each other in one hand, maybe two if you're lucky. Like,
1: I'd, I'd say probably two, just given the the epilogue scenes.
0: very probably, but you know, it's, it's not like it really focuses on their relationship. Everyone goes through Harley. Everyone kind of, yeah, you know, and that's that's frustrating. But all right, we can read it. We can read it. We can let Matt go because he's 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 getting antsy uh yeah uh, connor what are, you, what are you giving birds of prey uh
1: i
2: give it a,
0: an eight yeah all
2: right matt <laughs> this is this is for those that are new uh my my rating system and connor's very rarely line up uh because they're so wonky uh, apart from each other but this is a weird time that they do because i'm also giving an eight
0: all right. Well, uh, I am not giving it an eight. Uh, I can safely say uh, this is not a, a bad movie. I, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't say that. I think it's a mediocre movie with some good qualities. that's it's fairly well directed, but um, does a lot of adaptation things with characters that I just flat out hate. So because of that, I'm giving it a five point five, and that's where I land. Um,
2: I it higher than I thought it was going to be it. It to doesn't go to a five. No, that's you know, because it's mediocre.
0: It, well, it's it's it's, well, it's I mean, it's well directed, but like I I never got invested in it, and that when I, mean, I feel that ambivalent about what's going on in the story, like that's where it feels mediocre. That's where it feels like I just don't give a shit. Um, so yeah, I'm mm. um, I'm good. I mean, honestly, like this is kind of on par for Joker with me in terms of overall feelings
2: I would watch this again in the theatre before oh, I, mean, I,
0: I to probably it. would too, I would probably watch this again it's... before Joker, but I feel like in terms of where I land on it I, I, it's kind of in a similar place
1: yeah. it's just baffling to me personally
0: yeah, it did, did very little for me, I, I laughed a few times uh, give, give this me... is a
2: fun romp Joker was painful and not, like... It's not... The fact that people keep calling it original makes me want to scream.
0: Oh, yeah, that whole thing. It's not that whole,
2: original. It's not.
0: That whole thing on Twitter where someone says uh, Joker's an original film and Little Women's been adapted, like, several times. I'm like, how many movies has yeah. Joker been in? Joker's an eight-year-old Gee, character. That, the worst
1: part <laughs> of that is uh, that and was, like, from like a, someone who's actually voting, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was from, uh, that was from uh, a producer. Uh, they, they kept anonymous. Yeah. It was a, a male producer who was obviously voting and, and explaining their votes. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this person is terrible. It's,
2: you know, we, we, we talked about this on, on this episode earlier about, you know, just close enough isn't good enough. And that's how I felt about the CW shows, because for a while, the fact that stuff was getting referenced... Was enough for some people to go, "Oh my God, it's so amazing."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, no, um, and I feel that's where a lot of people like Joker is. Oh, look, it's doing a Joker origin. All right, well, how about you don't know, rip off Martin Scorsese, then then get back to me, make it make it truly original, you know? Do a do a a, a movie where you get three it's multiple choice, right? Three mm-hmm. different Joker origins, you pick which one. Now you know nominate that one, G- but this yeah
0: so. G- do you want know to sum up my feelings on this actually just to sort of give it a sort of final you know punctuation mark is uh it's kind of like this movie actually does a lot of things right that i'm sick of superhero movies getting wrong in terms of not being too big and in terms of not focusing on over over focusing on origin stories and all that stuff i just don't think it's that good a movie <laughs> like at a base level so it, it leaves me in this really mixed weird place and then you add in all the stuff that i don't like about the adaptation side of things about cassandra and so on um and you get where I'm at, I'm at. so... Uh, but these two love it, and everyone, everyone else on Twitter seems to love it, and... Cause
1: it's fun, and we all know he yeah. hates fun. Yeah. You're really uh, not helping your reputation with that.
0: You know, I gave Kick-Ass an example. Kick-Ass is an example to me that is just a pure fun, action, hero movie, and it has heart, and it has all the things I want from a movie like that. Um... He hates fun. We got it. Yeah, I love fun. Cool. I love Bubba Hotep. How dare you say I don't like fun? Yeah. Oh, there it
2: goes.
0: <laughs> Baba Hotep's amazing. All right. Uh, Anyways, kick ass is
2: overrated. That's just me. So. <sighs>
0: <laughs> just when I
1: thought we were cooling down. Push, and, and, oh, push hey, me, Matt.
0: Argument's over. Yeah. Matt has to throw that in. How dare you. How dare you, sir.
2: That's the F
0: you. You walk out the door and lock it. <laughs> mm. Good. Coming, coming from the man who had Kong Skull Island at like number five in his top ten for last year. And, uh,
2: it was number three. How dare you! <laughs> <laughs> and also because it's fun. Uh, I really want to
1: know what's got his Kong Skull Island slot this year. I think what I
2: had it
0: I figured out one. P- yeah, I think I had it figured out at one point, and I forgot what, it, what I thought it was now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this has been uh, our review or discussion of Birds of Prey. Uh, the new DC movie uh, we'll be back uh, obviously we'll be reviewing movies constantly uh, before that but we'll be back obviously for the next one which is Wonder Woman um, as well as you know uh, I mean Carl won't be here for it, but I'm sure me and Matt are going to do uh, Black Widow um, what we'll have they got at the end of the year is it Eternals is that this year I believe so uh, who knows I'm, what I'm, I'm
2: just there I'm just there for Jack Kumail really <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, we'll see how that is, but uh, so that is uh that has been a review. So uh, let us know what you think in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get me on the uh, get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore for channel updates. If you want to support the show, we mentioned earlier on patreon.com slash mailedfuzz TV if you want to do it financially. You can also support us by rating the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts. Give us a little review. More people will find us that way. And, of course, uh, you can check out all the content we have. I mentioned the other movie podcasts earlier. Uh, Screams After Midnight for horror movies. The Atomic Cinema Experiment for sci-fi movies. Uh, obviously, one ones where you get all your kind of other movies that are not in those two categories. Uh, so thank you very much once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching movies guys and if you can get it it's always nice to have diplomatic immunity